welcome to the Bulldog Broadside, in which the written and spoken word matter. I'm Aiden. And I'm Josephine. And we're the host for this episode. In our segment, Bites of History, we share facts about some very interesting and important people. Her name is Ellen Ochoa. She was the first Hispanic woman to go to space. She also became the director of the Johnson Space Center. I think of it as a good opportunity to let in particular school kids know that this job and other interesting jobs in science and engineering are open to anyone who works hard in school and gets a good education and studies math and science. And that's not just for a select group of people. That's our Bites of History. Now let's listen to some more wonderful stories. Hello, I am Andrew. I will also be sharing my personal narrative called the My Deary Experience. One day, me and my dad decided we wanted to go hunting. Me and my dad had just got all our paperwork to hunt at the Fort Eustis Army Base. So, we got all our basic camo on at the house and our jackets because it was cold. Then, we got there and we had a nice and cooled off hot pocket. <laughs> it was really, really good. So, we ate that and then we got our tree stand harnesses and on our crossbow ready to go so we started on a path and it was really loud so we went another way after walking for maybe 20 minutes we crossed a bridge and we saw something amazing and terrible at the same time we saw a nice and big doe doe stands for a female deer so it was a girl when i say amazing it was cool to see but it was before hours, and we weren't even in the tree stand. We have to be in the tree stand to be able to shoot. So, not only was I having a miniature heart attack, but we were like 20 foot up, 20 foot up in the air, so I was terrified. Maybe after 10 minutes, we were able to shoot at a deer now, but we didn't see the doe again. So, I learned three things on this day. Not only did I learn that seeing... A sunrise in a tree stand is awesome and beautiful at the same time. But I also learned that not always you can get a shot on the best meat. But the most important thing I learned was that even though I did not kill anything that day, I learned it was an awesome day in the woods with my dad. That was my personal narrative. Thank you. Alright. Okay. Hi, my name is uh, Noelle, and I'm going to be reading a story called um, My Addiction Curse. Um, it was my personal narrative that I wrote in Mrs. Gonzalez's class. So I'm just going to start reading that. It was November 21st, two days before my birthday, and dinner was close to done. I was opening presents some relatives had bought me, and one caught my eye. Yes, before you ask, I had had my Switch for three years, so I knew it was a Switch game. We moved into the house we currently lived in about a month ago at this time, and things, well, looked a, looked a tiny bit better. Now, I remember that it was it was the at least the last one I opened. As soon as I opened it, I thanked everybody who got me gifts and sprinted upstairs. My dad helped me set up everything, and I put the game card and I put in the game card. Nothing was wrong with it. It just felt like I was writing a horror story. The game finished loading, and the first thing I saw was two small raccoons at an airport desk. Not much after ten minutes, dinner was finished. The only thing that was wrong was my brother had taken everything into his own hands and had restarted me. I was upset because I had to do everything again, but the thing is, when I had restarted, everything was back to normal. 
It was getting late, and a few days went by. I stopped playing for the longest time, and in January, I started playing again. Now, I only got to experience fall, winter, and summer in New Horizons. Spring was when I stopped playing until early June. What I had soon realized is that I could get more villagers, so I did. I found two cat villagers and one penguin. Then, before you ask this, was in about February, if I remember correctly, a few months later, I, start, I started playing again. In May, I was on a roll. I was happy with all my villagers, but not one vil- not all villagers are cute. After my addiction had really started, I opened a plot for sale. Normal. I got online the next day. Normal. On one condition. Normally, I would be excited about, but about it. But one thing. Ew. She was not the best looking. Hide your pet frogs. Oh no, I said as I left her house. She had a carrot cut, a teal eyeshadow, and lipstick. Normally I would praise frogs, but she was not adorable for sure. I needed holy water at this point. I felt like I was overreacting. So I just logged off and hid under my blanket and threw the switch into my soft bean bag. I swear it made it in, don't worry. The last thing I remember is thinking about how much she looked like Barney and nicknaming her Barney from that point on. Now, I'm about to end the story, but one thing I learned from this experience is nothing in life is always beautiful. Now, I don't know anything about who made villagers like her, but I'm not as much as an addict anymore. I started playing Zelda more. I played Mario Kart. It's how they... Yes, it's how... That's... Never mind. Um, they spelled it with a K for whatever reason companies do that for. And for a long period of time... I have been a Splatoon addict, but I'll write about that later. Sorry for all the stuttering, because I am not really comfortable with first time reading stories and stuff like that, but I wanted to do it anyways because it sounded fun, and it was. Alright. Hello, my name is Liam, and I'm going to be reading a story I wrote named Dog Story. Once upon a time, there I was enjoying myself until I saw a huge wave coming in. At first, it just looked like a normal wave until I got closer and closer. I jumped up and started running through the top of the hill of the beach. I heard a slight thump. I didn't really notice it because I was so focused on the huge wave chasing me. But it got louder and louder. Then I saw a huge dog coming straight for me. It looked like it was aiming for the water until it saw me. It was chasing me. I had no idea what was going on. When I, when I noticed he was chasing me, I started going to the left. The wave got faster and faster, but the dog couldn't catch up with me. In the distance, a person jumped off a four-wheeler and started running to his car. Then I started running to it. I heard a big bang. I looked behind me. The dog was tumbling in the wave. The wave got closer and closer to me. I jumped onto the four-wheeler and zoomed off. The dog jumped out of the wave and started running after me. He got faster and faster than I've ever seen. He started to catch up with me. I heard a ever-loud voice that was coming from behind me. It said, Stop running. You'll never escape. I'm getting closer. I looked behind me, and it was the dog who said that. It was the end of the beach was coming up. 
the wave slowed down and got littler and littler until the wave eventually went away. But the dog got closer and closer, and the end of the, end of the beach got getting closer and closer. I didn't know what to do. The only option left was to try and go up the beach, but the dog would probably catch me. I did it anyway. It went well until I spun out of control and crashed in some tall grass. The dog also tumbled over. I slowly crawled in the grass very quietly. I heard sniffing. I got extremely still, and the dog got closer and closer, the sound of him sniffing getting louder and louder until he was standing right over me. Then a little piece of grass started tickling my leg, and some of the dog's spit dripped down on top of me. Until I couldn't help but scratch my leg, the dog quickly looked down and started to stare at me and started getting closer and closer and closer and sniffing right next, until you sniffing right next to my head. He quickly looked up and looked behind him. He just stared. I jumped up and ran. He was still looking at the water. I looked behind me and there was a humongous wave he started running after me again i jumped into a car i found i drove off i looked behind me and saw a he- the dog in a huge wave other people were being sucked into the wave i even saw a house in the wave i got to the city i got farther away from the dog and i jumped out of the car and ran up the stairway while i was running up the stairway I heard a loud thump coming up the stairwell. I was so confused because the dog was huge. He couldn't have fit in the stairwell. But the dog had shrunk. Soon after that, I heard a loud bang. The whole building shook, and I tripped. Then the dog grabbed my leg and dragged me down the stairs. I grabbed a door frame and started kicking the dog until he fell down two levels. We... We were on the 60th floor. I ran into a big room. About 75 offices were in it. I ran and hid in the 63rd office. I got under the desk. The dog bursted in. I looked down out of a window that covered the whole wall. And everything down below was flooded and destroyed. The building shook again. The dog started looking for me. I started making a lot of noise to get the dog to come. The dog ran right up to me. I shoved him out of the window, but he grabbed me. We were hanging on for our lives. I started kicking the dog as he as hard as I could. I could as hard as I could. He yanked me down. We both fell in, onto some scaffolding. The building shook again. The dog jumped on top of me and was biting me. I grabbed a pole and started hitting him with it. He lunged off of me. I ran up the scaffolding. The building shook. This time, a bunch of office supplies flew out of the window that we fell out of. We were on the scaffolding on the 52nd floor. We fell out of the 60th floor. I started running up the scaffolding. The building shook again. This time, a desk flew out of the window onto the scaffolding. A lot of it broke and fell onto the dog. He growled and his eyes turned red. He got four times bigger. I found a ladder and started climbing up the up it. The dog ran through all the scaffolding and all of it came down. I got back into the building just as it just in time. The dog fell on into the water. On his way down he screamed No 
I looked around me, and there was a group of people that were hiding. I told them everything that had happened. We waited for everything to calm. We went outside, and everything was destroyed on the sh- on the roads. But there was no dog. I wondered where he could be. Then we heard a cracking noise. A whole building came down onto two other buildings. Another building came down to the t- on top of the building that was behind us. We ran to get away. Then the building that we were on came down. We ran and hid into a subway. To be continued. Thank you to Andrew, Joel, and Liam for sharing their work with us. We also want to thank the GCPS Educational Foundation and the VEA for their continued support of the podcast. Lastly, thank you for taking time to listen to the Bulldog Broadside, in which the written and spoken word matter. This is Aiden and Josephine, and until next time, go Bulldogs! Bulldogs!